Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. Yes. Yeah. Does it say we're recording? It says we're recording. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Trying to Be Better (laughs) podcast with Joel and Steve on our Christmas Eve extravaganza my name is joel and i'm steve and merry whatever <laughs> merry christmas to those who celebrate and uh happy happy whatever to those who don't uh happy festivus to those that's who right are completing the completing the feats of strength <laughs> stop crying and fight your father <laughs> has there ever been a better line no I've got a lot of problems with you people, and it's time you heard about it. That's right. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. How's your, uh, how's your, how's your Sunday? Uh, so the, my Sunday is Sunday, right? Yeah. It's Sunday. I, it's Christmas Eve, December 24th, Mm -hmm. 2023. Um, my Sunday, I got up, uh, the dog needed to go out very early this morning and that I didn't get back to sleep. So I made a pot of coffee and watched Emmett Otter's jug band Christmas with my dog. Oh, that's nice. I haven't seen that in a long time. It's so good. And the river bottom, the river bottom band, the river bottom nightmare band. I think that's what they're called. They slap as the kids say, <laughs> Is that like what the kids I want to, I want to go to a, I want to go to a double bill. Well, maybe a triple bill. So Kermit the Frog comes out, plays three or four songs on the banjo. Uh-huh. And then the River Bottom Nightmare Band comes out and plays like, you know, maybe 35 to 40 minutes set. And then we get an hour and a half to two hours of uh, Dr. Teethy and the Electric Mayhem. That's the show I want to see. I would. I saw that last night. <laughs> 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 well, you didn't tell me they were on the bill. I would have. Well, it was, it was, it was, you know, kind of, uh, uh, real quote, real life approximations of all that. But yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, all right. Tell us about that. What'd you see last night that was was of that caliber? This is some, exactly. Uh, this is something that I feel remiss for not going to in years past. Um, but it was the Frostival Festival in Omaha at, uh, the waiting room and the reverb lounge Mm -hmm. which are kind of attached Mm -hmm. um and there was just i don't know uh, a dozen bands playing Mm -hmm. between the two spaces yeah and uh they open up a service hallway between the two of them so that you can go you could go between the two without having to go outside Mm -hmm. that's nice and it was just the best time it was the best time it was the music was phenomenal um and it was laid out in such a way that, like, if you were willing to leave, you know, the band you were currently seeing, uh, like, a song or two before they've stopped playing, then you could catch most oh. of the, the next act. Right, right. Uh-huh. And uh, it was, I mean, I danced for six hours. Wow. It was fantastic. Yeah, like, pretty much nonstop. And who, uh, who were the highlights? Oh, they were all highlights, actually. That's what I'm I'm getting ready to, to get into that. But um Powder Blue, the Ween cover band, they were fun. Yeah. Uh, they probably could have practiced a little more. Yeah. 
but uh it was it they were really good uh strange pleasures and i don't know like they there was a band called strange pleasures around here in the 90s hmm. that i saw a couple times and i don't know if it's the same dudes or not hmm. but uh uh they were great um the roe hempel band is no so good yeah they're they're white boy reggae oh yeah but they're like they're so good that like I don't mind that it's white boy reggae. You're you know, the, that you like, sent that photo and uh, Maya Weir was on was playing yeah yeah, them. yeah. uh huh. But yeah, they're I mean it was just they were great. Um, the Midland band, uh, their missing member that I referenced a couple of weeks ago because they played as a three piece. He was there, nice, and he's in a word far out. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were great. Um. Uh, Secret Formula was good. Funk Trek killed everything. They are amazing. Yeah. They're flat out amazing. This band, uh, BMT, that I'd never heard of, also amazing. Kind of like, uh, I don't know. I would say, like, I mean, they're a very hard-hitting kind of electronica, but with guitars. No electronics beyond, beyond guitar effects. Situation. BMT is that like a is that instead of BLT it's a BMT like a bowel movement in tomato? Um, I don't I don't uh, I, I don't I don't think so. <laughs> Just throwing curveballs, baby, keeping you on your toes. Yeah, well, that's not. I'm I'm yeah. It's I haven't slept much the last couple of nights because I've been out partying. Um, but uh, and then uh, this band Wormwood played mm-hmm. and they. Um, I walked in just as they, well, they were start, they were kind of doing this, uh, I don't know, ambient, uh, Brian Eno ish sounding situation, which was perfect because I've been going hard for like four hours at this time. Yeah. Yeah. You need sat down and, it was I the chill room. Down. It was the chill room at the rave. Yes. And it was, they were great. And then like, it was kind of funny. Like I sat down, I kicked my head back and closed my eyes just to soak it in. Mm-hmm. And after a couple of minutes, I got a tap on the shoulder from bartender saying, Hey man, I can't let you sleep in here. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, rather than getting into the hole, I'm not sleeping. I'm just, you know, he, I just said, thank you very much. You know, and right at, it was so funny. Uh, and sir, then right after sir, that, yeah, you can't, sir, you yeah, can't be sleeping in here. We can't let you pretty, sleep in here. Right, and not, we're and we're I, cutting you off. All I've drank was diet cokes and cranberry juice, pretty much, sir. Yeah, yeah we weren't getting into all that. <laughs> Partly because as soon as that happened, Wormwood slid into Echo or not Echoes, uh, Fearless from oh, Pink Floyd's yeah, Metal, right? And it was great. That woke you up. It did. It was fantastic, actually. And uh, and uh, and then they did this song, and I I'm not going to describe it well because I can't, but it combined so many weird and cool elements kind of uh like at one point they were doing like a 18th century sea shanty chant oh okay. yeah okay and it was like i mean the whole like every it was in a, a round and like and i burnt yeah kind of but it was darker than that yo ho no, no, no. Okay. You you don't get it, man. You don't get it. Dude, I love that you're tired and crispy. This is going to be fun, fun podcast. Oh anyway, so yeah. So <laughs> Wormwood was kind of like the sleeper hit for me. Okay. Right? Yeah. Um, Like the other bands, I kind of knew what I was getting into. Wormwood, I did not. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it was uh, altogether uh, um, 
delightful. Yeah. And then uh, uh, the Jerry Pranksters did their thing, one of their last shows, and it was great. They mm-hmm. killed mm-hmm. Um, four-piece band. But Mark was, uh, you know, engaging with the crowd. It was just cool. It was a great. They played very well. And then uh, Fandemic, the fish tribute thing. Oh, yeah. How was that? Uh, amazing. Really? Yeah. Okay. They killed. Okay. They slayed. They sounded great. It was, uh, I mean, they played all the things, Chalk Dust Torture, uh, uh, Golgi Apparatus. Yeah. Um, uh, they played Birds of a Feather. Haley's Comet. Did they get into the the acapella Haley's Comet? They did not, no. But uh, they only, I mean, every, every band played for like an hour, an hour, 15 tops. Wow. So they kind of. Yeah. Um, but uh, they, I mean, they were not perfect, but pretty damn close nice they they absolutely shredded and they sounded the part and uh are they from around yeah. here i don't know i'm assuming so omaha probably mm-hmm. um but yeah they were uh that was i mean what a way to to cap off the night yeah mm-hmm. so you. yeah mark your calendars for uh the the weekend before christmas next year because damn that was the best party that I've been to in many moons. It was nice. just great. It, everybody was in a good mood. Nobody was fussing. I did have, during the prankster set, I swear to God, man. This, I, I, uh, of course it happened during the prankster set. I, I'm, I'm just dancing. You know, I'm kind of not up front, but, you know, in the thick of things. Then I hear this voice behind me go, there he is in front of me again. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And I turn around, there's this old bad yeah and i looked at him i go what uh, he goes you're all you just keep getting in front of me and i i made this grand gesture of like here man have the fucking spot yeah you know here you like, go here like you can get in front of me i don't give a fuck and he goes no i'm here and i went what the <laughs> and then like his old lady goes you can dance i'm like fuck that and i just walked off yeah. <laughs> yeah because i want to deal with that energy yeah no man i'm staying right here but you're in front of me man that's literally it was like it was the most um it was a little dysfunctional you know what i'm saying yeah Mm -hmm. i was like whatever dude i just walked off yeah i paid (laughs) i paid for my ticket i have my drink i have several drinks in me and i'm gonna just state what i am feeling right now and this guy is in front of me he's totally entitled to do that but he's still also an asshole. Yeah, yeah. It was so just like, there he is in front of me again. I'm like, yeah, I'm dancing at a fucking Grateful Dead concert, you dipshit. <laughs> My God. Uh, sir. How- sir, you can't sleep here. <laughs> it's kind of, at least that guy was like nice about yeah. it. Yeah. You know, he was firm, but polite. You know, firm but polite. this guy was not being polite. He was no. just being a dick. No. You know? There he is again. Like, have you not looked around? Do you not see the 200 people dancing all around you right now? Like, I'm sorry that I some what? There he is anyway. again. He's standing in front of me. There he is. Yeah. He's yeah. in front of me now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I mean, that one exception, everybody was like, it was just everybody's super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then the night, uh, Friday night, I did a bang bang. I went to, uh, well, we were there. We went and saw Ferocious Jungle Cat. And how yeah. good was that? Yeah, we got to see, uh, we got to see Will, Will and his, Will Harmon and his group from our, Previous episode, episode eighty eight. Yep. Uh they did they did they were great. I was, you know, when I saw Will was behind the drum kit, initially I was like, How's this gonna go? I, right. I didn't know. I didn't know. 
I mean, yeah, he yeah. he may have played drums in a in a previous iteration of yeah, that yeah. band. I didn't. I mean, know. But that's I think that's kind of a logical like. Well, wait a minute. This is very different. Yes, this is different. Mm-hmm. And then they f- fucking crushed it. I love they that it. they they come out the gate with like two or three very kind of out there instrumental songs, and then they yep. get catchy, and then they get weird, and then they just and then they play Ghostbusters. <laughs> Boston makes me feel good. Uh, he and I was Dude, I he didn't no, miss on that. He was no, he, he said not. everybody listen up. Boston makes me feel good. And the it, and it was I think artistically perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It was exactly what that moment needed because everybody was like fuck yeah Boston makes me feel good. <laughs> cheek to cheek, butt to butt, you know what I mean? I love God, that, that I love funny. that band. I love those. They're guys. so good. They're so great. And then you, you, you went out after that. After that, yeah, I went down to Misfits, which I love. Misfits. Misfits is now the place in Lincoln to go just get shitty. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. You heard it and, here, uh, folks. I mean that in the best possible way. I mean that they everybody was nice. It's like it's a basement situation, mm-hmm. and you like if you're not looking for it to be really easy to miss, which is kind of good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, you go downstairs, and uh, it's big, it's well lit, it's but not like obnoxiously. There's some, you know, pool tables and couches and shit. Sure, sound system was good. Uh, Drew uh, that I know from Bodega's Alley is running sound. He's a good dude. Mm-hmm. Um, pranksters were playing, and I mean, there was people down there, and it was just, it was just a real nice party, you know. Wow. And they they're gonna have food and stuff, you know, regular old bar food type. I didn't look at the menu or anything because misfits, misfits. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. And it's all, uh, yeah, it's just funky and cool and dig it, man. Uh, shout out to misfits because they're uh, they got a good thing happening there. We're playing Exiles playing there February tenth, I think. Oh, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, it's cool. I, yeah. I thought, I'm really glad that I, you know, burned the candle at both ends uh, to go down there for a few. Um, and then the next night, cool. you're burning the other candle that you had, the reserve yep, candle. Pretty much. I have no over. candles left. Steve is without candles for Christmas I'm Eve. Without candles. Uh, no, I have candles for Christmas Eve. I always have candles for for Silent Christmas Night. Eve. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, shout yeah, shout out to Frostable. Yeah. Shout out to a ferocious Frostable. jungle cat. Shout yeah. out to Misfits and the Jerry Pranksters and 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 uh, long live the Pranksters. Yeah. We wish them well. Yeah, because um, all of their shows are now like farewell shows at this yeah. point. You know. Yeah. Thank and, you, uh, Jerry. Yeah, they've, they've they've been keeping that uh, candle lit. Uh, a lot of candle references for a long time, seventeen years. Um, so, yeah, yeah, that was great. And and Mark Leaker's so funny. I ran in. I saw him kind of coming out of the green room as. I think DM2 somebody's playing and uh he goes, Hey man, how you doing? I go, Man, I am just ripped. Oh. And he looks he's so sweet. He looks at he's like like he was worried. Yeah. Go, oh no, no, no. I'm sober, but man. And he's like, Oh, cool. <laughs> oh All right. good. Yeah. It's like he he was like, Okay, do I call the emergency or the non-emergency yeah. number? Yeah. <laughs> but that was the only that was just the word that came out because like I I mean I was I'd been dancing ecstatically for hours at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's a thing, you know, yeah. like just the endorphins and the <laughs> like I was high as fuck and just having just having the best time, yeah. you know. <laughs> and, and I love that. Just, I'm just ripped and he's like, "Oh shit. Oh god." Kind of he, 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 but he genuinely was like, "Oh, like, oh, 
oh no, this has gone sideways. Because yeah, he knows. He, well, what's maybe going he's on, maybe you know? he saw what happened earlier. That, sir, you can't sleep. No, no, no here. that 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 happened uh, after pranksters. Sir, you can't sleep you here. Can't, you can't sleep here. Yeah, but that was like, yeah, that was. It was just. It was just. It was like. It was just gen- like it was genuine concern, you yeah, know, like, well, oh, he kind of knows what's happening. Sure. And, you know, things can go sideways at the drop of a hat. Yeah, you know? man, we're we're fucking loose cannons. That's what I'm saying. And, uh, and so it was just it was really cool. And then they played a great set and it was awesome. So you mm-hmm. must have caught the second set or did, did they play? Super no, they everybody played for an hour. Oh, no, no, no. I was thinking of the I was thinking of the other. You saw you oh, saw them like two nights in a row. I did. Yeah. Uh, Misfits. I caught the third set. Most of it. I left before they stopped playing. Jesus. Yeah. Yep. How are you going to stay yeah. upright? Are you doing Christmas shit? Like, how are you even going to? Uh, well, I have some things I have to do this afternoon. Like, I have just chores, basically, mm-hmm. that I have to do. Chore. Um, I got to do some chore. And then uh, my mom and I are going to have dinner. Nice. And then we're going to go to church at 7, I think. What church are we and going then to? I, what are we doing? Uh, we're, going, we're going to St. Mark's. That's my mom's house yep. of worship. Yep familiar with them. um mm-hmm. so i'm sure it will be you know there'll be some music seven o'clock is the contemplative surface yeah so mm-hmm. you're going to contemplate i'm going to contemplate and Just don't you know, if you're going to contemplate don't lean too far over and burn yourself on the candle and also yeah, there's no candles don't lean back because somebody's gonna you know hey you can't sleep here can't sleep. <laughs> i'm not sleeping i'm meditating um i'm meditating i'm meditating <laughs> The last time I went to last time I went to St. Mark's, the I, I think it was the service we went to, but uh, I, like the core demographic, I think there was some napping going on. Oh, there was some that, na- yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. When yeah, I it's... when I used to work at a church, that was fun to kind of look around and be like, "Who's who's staying awake?" Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh yeah. Well, I was mm-hmm. I was supposed to like be up on the chancel area at the Trinity United Methodist Church tonight, uh, reading the Advent message and lighting the Christ candle and shit, but my mom is ill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bummer, man. Yeah, it's a real bummer. It's been a... So we've got two sick family members, and it, Christmas is all over the place, man. This yeah. Year, which is... Seems like it, it sucks. Yeah. It sucks, and I also don't want... You know, I don't want them to listen to this and think that their sickness is bumming me out but it is kind of a bummer right. like it's just like oh like oh well, yeah you know like, to see your parents like mm-hmm. not doing well it sucks it's hard plus there's it's not like there's any expectations around these two days as far as gatherings and i it, every year and i feel like i could go back and listen to our christmas episodes and like i've chipped away at those expectations but good god they're just like woven into the fabric of my dna well it's woven into the fabric of everything of everything yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so i like i really i think this year there's been less hubbub which i'm very grateful for but there's just been weird like you know my mom's ill uh kirsten's dad's ill um there's not there's not certain family members that normally come to town around it just feels it feels odd and I'm trying to let that go. And I'm also really nervous that this winter storm that's coming is going to prevent Kirsten and I from yep. getting out of town. 
Well, I'm, you know, that's, you know, I, my, uh, Christmas situation is different than it has been for, oh, two decades yeah. uh, this year. Yeah. And, uh, like the winter storm is probably going to complicate that a little bit. Sure. Um, but I've, uh, made the decision rather than to force things to happen. I'm just letting it go and we'll see what happens. How, how so, are you doing that? Tell, teach me. Well, I mean, I teach you, <laughs> teach me. Jesus. Teach. You're not teachable. That's you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, no, not, man. I mean, it's like, I'm not I'm not teachable mean, until i'm sitting in detention right like right, yeah, that, yeah. that's well, what i'm teaching when i when i get held back from recess that's when i'm actually teachable well you care about recess exactly you got to take away recess for me to learn shit um well uh how do i want to put this i need to be kind of generic in my phrasing yeah but, be generically uh, spiritual i just want to know how you're letting go and well it, it, it's back to the axiom of like, I can try to force things to happen so that I get my way. Mm-hmm. You know, I get what I want mm-hmm. or I can just let that go. Not in a like doormatty kind of way, but mm-hmm. like in just, if, if you do the math, it just makes sense to not force it. Mm-hmm. It's just a fucking day. You know, it's a big day, but you know, ultimately my kids will get their presents. Yeah, it's uh and and we'll hang out and it'll be fine. I would rather I would rather look back on Christmas 2023 and think, yeah, that was the year we didn't get to spend a ton of time together, but it was the way that it, you know, it just kind of worked out better that way. Yeah. Rather than that was the year that I went insane and made demands on people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, we had an agreement, you know. Yeah. Right. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We eat these cookies at this time and we have this meal at this time. And, you know, Christ I mean, isn't going to come in the manger until if if obviously I, I want, you know, to see people and I want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I want to have that experience, but I don't want to have it at the cost of. Like more things. It, and so the yeah, what I'm hearing is what I need to hear today and for tomorrow and even for, you know, Tuesday is like, I, I am, and this is, this is where I'm at this year is I am, I was looking at a few different weather reports and I was starting to say, I don't care how bad it is. We're getting in the damn car on the 26th and we're driving and to we're the mountains because I'm going, we have an Airbnb with a hot tub in the mountains uh-huh. and I'm going to ski on Thursday. And if I don't <laughs> get what I want, right. I'm going to be mad. I've already decided that I'm going to be miserable. You're already mad. I'm already mad. That's the thing. When you decide that you're going to be mad for missing something, you're already mad. Well, that's the dude. I just listened to the, that book. Don't bite the hook. Yeah. Yeah. Children. Yeah. Yeah. Pema children, whatever. That was so good. Yeah. Like it was so good. That was three hours. Very well spent. Yeah. The audiobook, And I highly recommend the audiobook just because she's funny. Yeah, she is. funny. And I think the actual book is just a transcript of this talk. We, yeah. you know, these talks. Yeah. So the audiobook's the way to go. But that idea of Chempa mm-hmm. where it's like the rush you get from your justification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm justified because I had these plans and I want to, and now it's the stupid and God damn it like that <laughs> that thing yeah yeah it's like the hook of of chempa of of that that justified anger resentment kind of well if they would have and there and bleh, 
like that thing it's yeah. like that's not good for anything but it does it, might... help, it does help me see clearly that 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 my body chemistry gets a benefit from me being that shitty for a minute otherwise why would i you know like what what is if i know clearly if i can see clearly that the consequences of my attachment are bad why do I keep biting the hook? Because what's on the hook tastes good for a hot second. About that, yeah. A it's hot like that, second. It's like that 2 a.m. gas station burrito. Yeah. Or me standing over my sink shoving uh, uh, Fritos uh, barbecue twists into my mouth. <laughs> that's, that's really specific, man. Yeah, you got to stand over the sink. <laughs> So you can just wash the fucking crumbs down the drain. Oh boy. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, I mean, but that's re- like, that was really like, I kind of, I'd never heard that term before. I'd never heard it, but yeah, I never heard it, heard it put that way in such a helpful context. Mm-hmm. She's very funny. She's very children. she's very good at I I'm I'm slowly making it my way through one another one of her books. I'm reading the actual physical copy though. It's called How We Live Is How We Die. Oh wow. And it's all about it's all about the, you know, the um oh my god, what are they called? There's a there's a Tibetan term for it. It's essentially the the change like the the shift, the change, the the things between the things it's it, i mean it's referencing in dying you know like leaving this life to go on um but mm-hmm. we we actually she you know she makes the experience of like we live constantly with these changes these letting go these in between times even if it's simply something as simple as when this podcast is over i will close my laptop and move to the next thing like those in between transitions if we learn to deal with those changes throughout our life then we we will be ready when it's time to actually die so it's pretty heavy so it's not something i'm just like you know put on some jazz and fucking (laughs) stiff through you know like it's kind of like okay like john coltrane or kenny g kenny g for sure kenny g Mm -hmm. Um, or some fresh air or spiro gyra if you will gyra remember spiro uh... gyra I do remember Spyro Gyra. I just, that made me think, uh, yeah, I think it was 81 when the dead were touring Europe mm-hmm. and Jerry Garcia sat down for an interview with somebody from the new music express, which was kind of a new wave punk situation, you know? Mm-hmm. And the interviewer was not there to love up on Jerry. Right, you know, he was, right. uh, he was there to like expose him for being the fraud that he is, you yeah, know? Yeah. And, uh, it's just a great story because the guy is kind of like, don't you ever get bored with yourself? You know, and Jerry and his infinite, you know, affable reasonableness just said, of course, man. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, boredom, it can be interesting because that's where that you, you, before, you know, during boredom is when you find new spaces. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like when you're bored, that's when your mind gets creative, you know? Yeah, and he's a guy that spent a lot of time sitting in hotel rooms. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So of course, boredom. You know, boredom. That's I, I always think about. Uh, well, whenever I hear the word boredom, I don't spend a lot of time being bored because if you're sitting around, you just scroll through your phone. 
Right. Um, but, but they didn't I, have that. In the no. 70s. And I'm like, man, I should. Force- what they had was four channels of shitty television and the radio and some records and comic books and books. And, you yeah. know, I mean, yeah. But Duncan Trussell has that. Um, he does that. He does a meditation group with his his teacher. Uh, God, my brain is not working today. What's his name? Not Joseph, Joseph Goldstein. Mother Hubbard. Anyway, his meditation teacher, they do this this meditation group called um, Journey into Boredom. Oh, wow. And I'm like, that's if, if, if that's not a good title for, you know, what you're signing up for, for meditation, then I don't know what is. Like, that's pretty great, actually. Abandon all hope of, of fruition here. Journey into boredom. Sorry. <laughs> this is, I, that's, well, that's what his teacher that's tells him. That's pretty great. When, they, uh-huh. when, he starts med- when he starts working with any of his students, he's like, just so you know, when, it's the first thing I say to everybody is, um, this is hopeless. You know, wonderful. You know that, right? This is hopeless. <laughs> that's kind of great because it it strips away any notion of like I'm gonna meditate to get serene. I'm gonna meditate to be a better employee. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna meditate <laughs> so that I'm a better X Y Z. Uh huh. Yeah. Abandon all hope. Abandon all hope of fruition. Uh, speaking of abandoning hope and meditation groups, I had some time Thursday night. So I jumped on with, uh, our previous guest, Mary Stan cabbage and her live zoom. Oh, far out. How was it? Sit, talk and sit, it sit and talk. It was, uh, it was lovely. Mary, if you're, if you listen to us, I know that you follow along, but if you're listening, thank you for that. It was just me and Mary and another student, um, far out. And, you know, it was the, you know, we, she led a meditation about 20, 25 minutes and then she gave a Dharma talk and it was fantastic. It was all about community and Sangha and like what it means to actually choose community as an intentional thing. And, and what does Mm -hmm. that mean in a tumultuous time? And, and it was really Mm -hmm. great. So look for, I look for that podcast to come out, her talk. Yeah, Yeah, I will. But I just want, I wanted to plug that. Like if you go to undefended Dharma um her mary stan just google mary stan cabbage go to her website she does morning sits every morning i think and then she does like a thursday night zoom meeting and uh maybe a sunday night zoom it's wide open for anybody she has she offers like uh private one-on-one you know guidance sessions you know teacher Mm -hmm. sessions and it's all donation based and she's fantastic so Little plug. I listen to I listen to Mary's podcast. Yeah, um, me too. Regularly, and I kick her a few bucks. Yeah, uh, every once in a while, just because I really, you know, I value her work. Yeah, that was the thought that I had um, last night. Uh, I think multiple times with that the the concept of sangha, especially in turbulent times, mm-hmm. and that was really like I felt that last night mm-hmm. at Frostable. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of a fundraiser deal. It's also a party, but it was like it was very harmonious in that way. You know, like yeah. there was no without previously mentioned exception, like no ego. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just hanging out. And uh I really like I had I flashed on like this is Sangha. This is a Sangha. Mm-hmm. You know, really informal, but not all because I mean obviously it takes some formal structure to make something like that happen. But uh, 
Like I, there were people there that I saw Friday night at Misfits. They were like, "Hey, man, you know." Yeah, yeah. You, you, we saw each other last night. That's all. You know, it's just yeah. that click of like, oh, we're humans interacting. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that that's 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 why we crave that. You know, we mm-hmm. crave. It's, you know, I texted this to you the other day in sort of a different context, but our desire for companionship, friendship, relationship, community is really hardwired to who we are as a species, but also like when we make that an an intention with our heart and mind, like we seek the right type. Like, you know what I mean? When that's tuned up and it, yeah, it can be at a show or it can be at church or it can be in a recovery group or it can be just like, you know, we all like Legos and we're going to get together and do, you know, whatever it is. Like, I mean, I think that that's, that's super important. And social demented and sad but social <laughs> yeah exactly so whatever uh, whatever you whatever you know whatever trips your trigger so to speak i mean yeah it's good i'm glad that i mean it's always it's always important when you're in a group of people to take just a step back and observe yep like what's going on here you know mm-hmm. what are we well, doing that, like last night i felt very safe mm-hmm I felt very um, like I could just be like vulnerable and open. Yeah. You know, and I expressed that through physical movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that uh, was great. I, you know, I have we had the the talk about, I can't remember if I've talked to you about this, but like the idea that, that the party isn't going to come to me. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that's a flash that I've had recently. It's like the party isn't going to come to me. You know, Fred Armisen says that thing about you're never late to the party. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the flip side of that is unless you don't go to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like sitting at home wishing you had a pizza, but not picking up the phone to order a pizza. Right. Or saying, I really love pizza. When was the last time you had one? Well, I don't know. It's been a while. You know, it's uh, mm. that idea of like, I mean, there's a version of me. The last two nights, I would have just sat at home on my couch and watched Jerry Garcia band videos with my cats, mm. and and been you know mostly happy about it. Yeah. But then that piece of like, well, I'm also kind of lonely. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so, like, to get out of my comfort zone, because like going places by myself, you know, I mean, I can do it, but just to show up at a party by myself, yeah, is a like that's a thing, you know. Yeah. And what I've discovered is that I really like it. You know that that reminds I I had a thought I had a thought last week because they because the there's some folks that organize this thing called why we're all still here or yeah and and it's this thing of you go to that there's a couple of people that I kind of know that started or do that and it's a really cool thing it's like they went to too many funerals and they're like why do we have to wait for a funeral to get together yeah and um and there's been a couple years I'm like I really want to go to that. But then I see photos of people after the fact. I'm like, I don't know that I really know those people. Right. So I, I'm glad I didn't go. I'm like, yeah, I don't really know those people. And then I'm like, but that's but, not the point. Right. The point is to like, what I think it, I, I, I applaud your bravery and courage to just be like, I'm going to go. I like to go to shows by myself. Sometimes I like to do things by myself, but like that sort of like social interaction without a buffer without a mm-hmm. band to play or a dj or something oh, yeah, 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 you know yeah. what i mean like oh yeah that's like, a different thing that's like why like, are you here yeah um that's like first um, first day of sixth grade in the lunchroom like 
I'm right, yeah, I'm yeah. just holding my fucking chicken patty. Like, where do I sit? Where do I sit? Right. Who am I? Who am? Who are these? Who am I? Who are they? Uh-huh. Am what I here? I not belong in. <laughs> Who's gonna beat me up? Who's not gonna <laughs> beat me up? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Do I have? Is there somebody that's wearing kind of the same shirt that I am? Yeah. Well, that that would that would have been me in sixth and seventh grade. Who's wearing a band T-shirt? I can say. Uh-huh. Hey, cool shirt. Yeah. You know, cool shirt, bro. I, there was a lot of other family shit going on, but I, I would have been okay. It's just, I, I just re- like, I thought about like, I should, I should go down there and check that out for an hour or two, eat a slice of I pizza. I kind of forgot about it. Like, I could have gone down to that logistically. Yeah. But it wasn't until I started seeing the pictures pop up that I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Missed it. Oh, mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. next year, maybe. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But what a cool concept. That is a cool like, concept. Like, what an amazing idea. Yeah. Like, while we're all still here, let's get together. Yes. And it's right around the holiday because they kind of know people are back in town. So, that's like, right. you know, and I and I see, like, Darren went down there. He made DJ, DJ, DJ'd it. And then some other friends I know go. And it's like, I probably would connect with somebody. Sure. Through two or three people. But, like, the actual putting on the coat putting the keys in ignition and driving down there the party and party isn't gonna come to you man the party is not gonna come to you nope you gotta get out and do the you know it was and that's what was good for me is like i actually like reintroduced myself to some people that i have seen around for quite a long time you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we know each other by face and like mm-hmm. oh we periodically run into each other at prankster shows or whatever you yeah. know yeah but like actually had some conversations and got to know some people a little bit you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm and that was just really like, oh, right. This is how you build community. <laughs> what? Yeah. That takes effort. That's well, a- yeah. And there's a certain amount of uh, just getting out of myself, you know, because, I mean, for people that have known me for a long time know that, like, there's a version of me that would never like go up to somebody that I thought was cool and introduce myself again, you know, there's the, yeah, it's like, uh, for me, it's like, there's gotta be the sweet spot. I've got to be above the, I'm not good enough to be here, but below yes. the, I'm better than all these fuckers. Yes. I gotta be in that that's, sweet spot. I think that's kind of the goal. Actually. <laughs> that's the goal. That's the goal. That's, that's what, that's what alcohol did for me for 10 minutes at a time that I chased right. down the fucking drain. And now mm-hmm. I'm just like the rest of my life, like, okay, how do I get to that sweet spot of I'm, I'm, I'm good enough to be here, but I'm not better than anyone here. Right. And, and I'm at the party. Mm-hmm. At the party. Ugh. And, and it's the, I mean, God, we learned so much in recovery. It's like being just a, a person among people. Yeah. And trying to be of service wherever we can. Yeah. You know, like that's really kind of the goal, you know? That we have, yeah, we have a reason. We honestly, we have a reason to be anywhere we're at. There's always some way to be of service. And sometimes that's removing myself from it, right? Yeah, right. But rarely it's that. Rarely is it removing myself, you know? Like I don't put myself in a position where the only real good solution is for me to leave. Usually... (laughs) You know, I mean, if I was at a fucking, you know, Coke party, probably be like, yeah, it's probably good that I don't stick around for the benefit of their time. I'm going to be a real drag if I blow 22 years tonight, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
but right. yeah, we always have something to offer. That's good for me to hear, man. I, yeah, that's good. It's, it's so yeah. Back to Mary's talk, and I hope everybody listens to it. And when it when it when she releases it as a podcast talk, I'll share it on the Instagram. Uh, trying to be a better podcast Instagram. Uh, that like, and there was one of the other folk, the other guy that was on there. He talked about, you know, we had a little discussion afterwards, and he kind of talked about how it's really hard for him to get out of his bubble, right? Um, mm-hmm. and he, he, what did he say? He's like, I kind of feel like I'm on the outside looking in and sometimes it's so bad. It looks like I'm looking through the window of a window of a window through about four houses. Like I feel that uh-huh. removed, but he says, I try to practice, um, micro connections, not microaggressions, but micro connections, like uh-huh. small little things like the person at the store, the, mm-hmm. the, you know, the person on their bike that nobody is stopping for stop to let them cross or, you know, just whatever it is mm-hmm. that, that those little things can add up to really big sense of community. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or at least feeling like you're a part of the community. Yeah. That you're not an urchin below everybody's experience or that you're, you know, high above it. Our old friend, uh, Maddie K used to talk about uh being bubble boy yeah how you doing man i'm pretty bubble boy today (laughs) or it's like everything's just through this bubble of self yeah yeah that's sometimes that's good when i'm feeling that way yeah that's good Mm mm-hmm well, did we do it? We I feel like I feel like I'm starting to lose motor coordinates. <laughs> yeah. Starting, like systems are shutting down. Yeah, system fail. You're running on you're running on uh, battery power fail. only right now and that's dwindling. Pretty much. But you Yeah, yeah you've been you've been out there. You you know, the old duder's been out there for the rest of us. And I really appreciate that. Like you're getting out there fucking I, fucking I, shit I up. I want you to know that I I felt that way. I felt that as I was carrying my cross around yeah (laughs) you're carrying the cross and i'm just trying to snuggle in the manger hay right now man i'm just trying to just be a little little baby jesus boy just snuggle just i just want to snuggle and not leave the manger and you're you're out there carrying the cross through the streets party isn't well i guess the wise men come to the manger but i mean but that's the thing like if the party does come to the baby you know, the baby, like baby Jesus isn't out there fucking turning water into wine. He's just sitting there shitting himself. The whole, the whole crew comes to him. Yeah. But you know, we're, you know, it, uh, that was when he was a baby. Exactly. That's what I want. Yeah. I don't want to carry any crosses. I don't want to have to perform any miracles today. I just want to crawl up in my hay and let the lambs come and lick me. I can get you a couple cats. My, all right. This is getting out of hand. You're gonna. You're shutting down. Hey, hey, everybody. Happy whatever, whatever you believe in is real. Yes. Whatever it is for you, believe. And in. we're we wish all of you, uh, you know, a good uh, holiday season yes. and a, and a, and all the all of the um, good things in in the coming year. Yeah. Get in where you fit in. If you're lonely. Uh, go to the party, right? Go reach right. out for help. Ask for help. Go to a yep. meeting. If you haven't been for a long time, call your grandma, whatever it is, just yep. reach out. Make that difficult phone call. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yep. 
All right, buddy. Be All safe right. out there. Oh, you too. All right. Love you. Love you. Don't forget, toot your hooter.